Well, Sarah, we started out this morning. We had to get to about 27 degrees to find our moth. And so we hiked back and forth on this hillside waiting for the sun to warm it up. And right around 32 degrees, you spotted it coming out of the canopy. Makes it worth the search. So you've got a bead on exactly where it landed. Yeah, more or less, yeah. I think, yeah. I think we know where it is. And so we can walk up to it and take a good look at it and uh, talk more about this spectacular insect. All right, let's check it out. And I think we've narrowed him down to this little patch of grass. We're going to try and scare him up. Of course, he could have flown when I wasn't looking. He could have No, he's, he's right in front of us. He probably is. I, I can't see him, but I'm going to walk towards him. He fluttered out of the trees down into this leaflet. We just saw him fly. Um, he's a moth. Oh, here. Look. Oh, there he is. There he is, right yeah, here. Yeah, there he is. He's laying down. Woo. Taking I'm a gonna, rest. She can hardly move. He's so cold. Yeah. I'm trying to gently... Oh, 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 he's flapping. Oh, he's flapping. oh, this is fantastic. There he there is. He's he on is. my finger. I can't believe we found one. I know. But the amazing thing is, is these males can fly about when it's 27 degrees. Yeah. So 27 degrees and higher, they can start to fly. So we hit 32 <laughs> degrees on this hillside, and we started to get a little excited. But finally, you <sighs> spotted it is. fluttering out of the canopy down into the leaf litter, and here he is on my finger. He's only the size of a penny. And his name is... Operoptera bruciata, or the Bruce Spanworm, which, Bruce Spanworm which makes me laugh every time I say it. He's a moth, and so you're probably asking yourself, what on earth is a moth doing out in November, right? It's cold, there's ice and snow on the ground right now. Yeah, I mean, he spent the summer as a caterpillar up in the canopy, feeding on maple trees, beech trees, any of the hardwoods, eating the leaves, getting bigger and bigger until one day they fell down in the leaf litter. They and pupate. then they pupate. They turn into an adult moth. Right now when it's cold, they start in end of October and they fly through November, almost into December some years they can fly. What's really cool about this is that a lot of the birds have migrated away. Exactly. So this is sort of a great adaptation to avoid predation. Yeah. Right? If, if you can pull it off. If you can pull off flying in freezing cold, then there aren't that many predators out there yeah, who are going to pick you off. the birds. So the females are, are nearby hanging out on a tree trunk, and when after they do mate, they'll lay their eggs in the crevice of the, of the trunk. And um, when it gets too cold in the beginning of December or today, okay. a lot of them will start dying, and, and, but the eggs will be left behind. And they overwinter. As eggs. They just in the crevices, and, and then next spring the eggs hatch out and starts the whole process over again. And, and you can recognize these guys. Well, it's kind of difficult to recognize them as larvae, but they are an inchworm. Um, so they're, they're a green inchworm, very small, with some yellow stripes down the side. Kind of hard to identify them um, because there are a lot of similar species. I mean, let's face it, but, this moth is not a glamorous moth as an adult no, either. No, he's not, he's not a real striking beauty. He's not a brown. Beauty. I mean, yeah. he's just brown and boring. Brown, buff-colored, but man, he's flying in November, and you got to give him... you got to give him cred, cred for that. For that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I love these guys. I mean, this is like the, the last gasp that I hold on to in the wintertime, sort of a sign of life as winter descends on us. Now, here's the amazing thing. You said him, and we actually know it's a male. Yes, we do. Why? Well, because the females don't fly. They have no wings. Yeah, the females are wingless. It blows me away. So there's probably a female nearby on one of these tree trunks without wings, yep. just a body. Just waiting. Waiting, and she's actually releasing chemicals, pheromones. Yep. She's wafting them into the air, and this male at these low temperatures is flying around trying to sense that pheromone and then find the female so they can mate. Right, and so, and one of the reasons she doesn't have wings is because she has got an abdomen that is jam-packed with, I think, an average of 
143 eggs or something insane like that. Yeah. So it's sort of like she makes a trade-off, right? She... Either fly or make eggs, right? Exactly, exactly. And what's the point of flying when, the, when you can get the males to come to you? This way, she's got a better chance of producing more offspring. When it's this cold out, the only way the male can fly is to have a really tiny body and really huge wings and have really powerful muscles to power those wings. Right, so when, one of the things that we talk about when we talk about the Bruce Span worm is wing loading. He's got a really low wing load. And what that means basically is it is the mass of the moth divided by the surface area of his wings. And so here's a simple way of thinking of it. Kent, how tall are you? Six foot. Six foot, okay, I'm five foot one. <laughs> Ish. So anyway, if we slapped a pair of wings on you and slapped the same pair of wings on me, an equal size pair of wings on me, it would take you a lot more flaps to get off the ground than it would me, right? A lot more power. A lot more power. You'd have to be flapping those wings and using those muscles. So you have a high wing load, I have a low wing load, yep. right? So these guys have low wing load. And now if a female were able to fly, she'd need muscles to power those wings and it would it would be about 80% reduction in the amount of eggs she could produce. Or she'd have wings the size of an albatross. <laughs> Which isn't going to happen. <laughs> no. And here's this guy. Oh, he just flew. He flew Look at that. He's flying. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, wait. Don't lose him. Don't lose him. God, look how far up he's going. That is wild. I'm so happy. That was I, fun to find. I can't. We searched for hours, literally hours, trying to find this guy and it's so excited. I'm getting so cold that I can't talk very well, so I think it's time to go warm up, too. Yeah, after, after several hours. It's, it's time, time for hot chocolate. Yeah, it's time to get out of here. I'm Kat McFarland. And I'm Sarah Zahendra. Thanks for joining us on Outdoor Radio.